Welcome to Roll for Dears, uh, episode one of our buddy Copcast, set here in the wonderful world of Sunrise City. Uh, a synth wave 80s Miami, and that is all you're getting from me, as we established in a previous episode. A little taster, a little tidbit that we put out into the into the dark web. Oh, by the way, we only put uh, stream on the dark web now. You didn't tell me that. It's going to be difficult now. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, so, joining me is the lovely Dominic Meekin. Hello there. The lovely and tall Dominic Meekin. Thank you very much, yes. That's all everyone needs to know about me. <laughs> lovely and tall. Uh, and if you've listened to our last episode, four. And we've also got... You've got Michael Meadows. <laughs> you give Dominic, but I introduced <laughs> myself. What was my adjective? Give me my adjective as well. I think it was technical and lovely. Thank you. And five foot ten, five eleven. Ooh, I, don't average. Average. I don't want. No, that's Dom's thing. You can't go any further with me. <laughs> no, no, he's tall. I'm tall. <laughs> You're perfectly average. In the best way. God, oh. this is the second time height's been mentioned on the podcast. <laughs> we're genuinely not conscious of it. It's not something we ever give any thought to. I don't know why we're mentioning it so much. It only you, comes up when the microphones are on. It's weird. You do, you do pat me on the head a lot and say, oh. I do. <laughs> when you when you shake me from uh, behind, I always sort of turn around, <laughs> look over you. Who's, who's that? Again? Who's that? Look vertically downwards. Oh, hello, Kieran. <laughs> um, so we're going to jump right into it. <gasps> Um, like I said, World of the 80s. Uh, we're playing in Savage Worlds as well. I said we should probably uh, just briefly touch on that. Playing Savage Worlds, they need a 4 to succeed when they roll things. If you hear us say it explodes, it means they roll the max number and get to roll again and add the value. I think that kind of sums it up. That's basically, so. yeah, that's enough to go on, yeah. If you want more, listen to our previous episode. Well, if you don't want more, listen to this one. I like it. Sounds like how it works. Yes. Right, so, we're going to jump right in. Oh, I'm excited. I'm, <laughs> I'm so ready. The sun shines down, reflecting across the dark water that spans out to the horizon to the east. A long, grey coastal road is quiet. On the eastern coast of the Amethyst Island, the central island of these three islands, that is Sunrise City, um, the central one is known for its nightlife. Clubs, bars, uh, restaurants are packed on the edge of a city side by side, stretching for miles. On the piers that stretch out over to the sea, more gimmicky bars, seafood places, arcades and the like. There is a silence this morning as the occasional car passes by. Bars that have um, bears have the workers in them as bags of rubbish uh, stacked near lampposts awaiting for collection this morning. Gulls pick up food from the night before the distractions from the city are drowned out by the tranquility. Suddenly, a crash. <laughs> You hear the shattering of uh, like dustbins just being flown about. You see just glass shattering down the street. And the screeching of tyres. You see this giant garbage truck or bin wagon for those uh, on this island. Um, drifts around the corner proper like deja vu drifts as well. This back wheel just on <laughs> this giant yes, bin nice, wagon. Nice. Um, as we snap to them, we see there's three men. Two hanging off the back wearing these work overalls and they've got these monkey masks on. Clutching at bags, brimming with cash, uh, the driver honks his horn manically, just disturbing the the tranquility that was set upon this course. We lost him, boys. We lost him. <laughs> We's gonna be rich. As they continue doing the road, the air cracks with a sound of a V8 engine revving. 
more screeching tyres and then out of a shop front nearby glass shatters and, and a car comes flying out about six foot into the air right up um, Dominic tell us what we see here you see right <laughs> brilliant setup as well I must say absolutely absolutely fantastic uh, this car is like probably a um, yeah like a, a 67 GT500 Shelby you know proper <laughs> all American muscle car google it if you don't yes, know what it is google it because I don't <laughs> Oh, in fact, let me Google that. Is that, is that what that is? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, okay, so uh, leaning out the uh, leaning out the window, because he is leaning out, is uh, you see a man probably uh, approaching his 40s, you know, uh, black hair, undercut, so shaved at the sides, long on top, slicked back, big handlebar moustache, and uh, clenched in his teeth, just a big old cigar. <laughs> He's got his head out the window. <laughs> And uh, aviators, of course. You'll never see his eyes, ever. <laughs> so, if you're watching this campaign to see his eyes, <laughs> turn it off now. Tom and... still doesn't understand the medium of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'll, I'll figure it out eventually. Uh, and yes, uh, just grinning like a maniac. And we are, of course, talking here about Detective Roland Thunder. <laughs> um, what's he wearing? That's the big question. So, uh, I'm imagining, yeah, big old... Uh, very, very much 80s for a leather jacket, but with a shirt underneath. Probably got jeans on. Uh, sort of, yeah, um, probably like a sort of Chelsea boots on underneath them. Very, very like, eight, any 80s cop movie, you could probably pick out a cop that's dressed like he is. Awesome. Give us a driving roll. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how awesome this guy is. <laughs> Crashes and dies. This is a grip, Phil. This is good. First roll. Come on, First you roll. I can do it. Have you got a D8 in driving? I have. Because as, as we begin, by, begin with by me rolling. sniffing over at people. Uh, okay, so that's uh, instantly uh, instantly a fail. Oh no! Yeah, that's a that's a two. That's a nice stack of bennies you see them. Am I gonna spend a benny? <laughs> there you go. Uh, a benny lets you re-roll things anyway. It's a four. Hey, it's a four. Hey. It's a pass. Um, you see this glass shatters as you've. Uh, big muscle car goes flying out the front lands on this road as the back end just sort of swings out you just turn the wheel the other way aligning it right behind this garbage truck you see this camera just pans right behind these guys and you see just this fear in their eyes underneath the monkey mask these guys whip out Uzis on the back and you see they're just uh, like hunched under their arm just just start firing back um, you are you keeping your cool or what are you doing oh yeah there's no visible fear on his face at all um, you know but he, he leans out the car and he goes something stinks and it ain't the garbage trucks smells like Injustice. <laughs> um, these Uzi bullets can fly you past a car. One hits your front window, <laughs> shattering it. Um, you see this uh, bin that uh, lorry just goes like speeding down the street. You see it, the exhaust like flames are coming out of it. It looks like they've souped this thing up. As it keeps speeding down, um, you're keeping close behind or you're hanging back. What are you up to? Uh, so I'll, yeah, I'll keep close behind it, and they're lent on lent on the back of this. Uh... There's two on the back, and yep. then there's one driver in the front. Ooh, okay. Um, I imagine that on the back of this uh, garbage truck, there'd be like a panel to raise the back, you know, yeah, to yeah. dump all the garbage. I'm looking for that. Okay. Just reaches down, pulls out like big old service revolver. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
It says here police revolver, but I imagine it's like a like a, a chrome magnum. <laughs> just just, just, just big make that barrel cannon. ten inches long. He <laughs> 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 just le- points it towards the back of the car. All right, uh, yeah, give us a shooting. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I make you roll for things. You got a deep any shooting, my man. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't. Oh, I'm glad I didn't roll that. <laughs> That's two wrong dice, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Good start. Uh, oh, no, that's a three. Uh, three? Um, you pull the, the trigger, you fire off a bullet, it just goes right past the van. Uh, they sort of duck down a bit and they just keep spraying this uh, Uzi back. Um, you notice the van sort of swerves very quickly and then just keeps going forward. You see crossing the road this ancient old lady. <gasps> Looks like she's in the 90s. Uh, she's got a bag of purple turtle fried bites. <gasps> and she's just crunching away just in the middle of a road as you go speeding towards her. Uh, I'm guessing you swerve as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give us a drive to dodge. No one obstructs my justice. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. She's an accessory. No. Uh... <laughs> Don't get a crit fail as well. No, no, please. Uh, that's a six. Six. Um, as you swerve around this thing, very professional, very slick, <laughs> I reach out and grab a bite. Off. <laughs> <laughs> and then you come in, you pull out this deep fried turtle, <laughs> just crunched it off that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! Um, you notice with this manoeuvre now, you've kind of lost a bit of distance with the bin lorry. It seems to be going slightly. Right. Um, what you do see is driving past, however, pulled up into a petrol station... <laughs> see the petrol station. <laughs> you see the petrol station, but one of these old timey ones, right? Uh, you know where, like, a fella would be outside. You see the fella outside, kind of running away from his truck. Uh, this thing's passing by, um, just about to go around the corner. What are you doing? Did you say that the civilian had uh, cleared the premises? I believe a civilian cleared the premises. <laughs> <laughs> Time for another shooting roll, I think. Uh, oh goodness! I'm not having good luck at all. Uh, that's that's a couple of threes. I mean, <laughs> unless I spend this penny, we're all going explosions. You just got to think of a quick. That's a six. Six. Um, you pull the the the, uh, the gun forward, sort of line the sights oh. up, cock yeah. the hammer back Maybe slowly. Maybe just inch the aviators down just so you can see. <laughs> just so I've got like a proper clear line of sight. Um, as you pull the trigger, you see this bullet just glides out of his thing. Uh, takes about half a second to get there hits this petrol pump <laughs> you see this enormous eruption of fire just as it goes through the sky above you see this rubbish truck with all the villains on it just goes flying to the side <laughs> smashing into a shop uh, you see these villains come running out on fire ah! oh god <laughs> just all start rolling around on the floor um, just to probably the reflection off your aviators <laughs> this giant fire in the sky <laughs> Yeah, uh, so yeah, just screech the Mustang to a halt, just in the middle of the road. <laughs> yeah, kick door open, get out and walk over. You're all under arrest. Oh, uh, eventually succumb they, they, to the wounds and be oh, oh no I'll try and I'll try oh, and pat yeah, yeah, <laughs> them out yeah. um, give us a uh, I don't know what would be a good one for this maybe an agility or something yeah uh, agility okay a four four uh, you managed to 
pat the wounds of this guy down. Uh, the flames go eventually. He's looking very singed. Very niche reference for the audience. If you've not seen it, go see it. Uh, Samurai Cop, of course. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we endorse Samurai Cop. Uh, wholeheartedly. That guy who was just running around on fire. That's him. <laughs> uh, eventually, an ambulance turns up. Um, but then we're going to cut. Yes. And you hear... God damn it, Thunder! <laughs> uh, a roaring but familiar voice screams at you, Roland. Yeah. Um, in this smoke-filled office, a cigarette's burning its, in its ashtray on this wooden desk with an old computer on it. You see this small, balding man standing in front of you. He's broad, he's fat, and he's got these white shirt sleeves just rolled up. And you see him just repeatedly slamming his hand <laughs> against the desk. You know this as Captain Ed. Captain Ed? Yeah. Nice. He goes, you're a goddamn lunatic, Thunder. Really? Well, the way I see it, Captain, we got three arrests tonight. <laughs> and that's what I consider results. Three arrests? You blow up a petrol station and a storefront. I made use of available resources in the line of duty, Captain. $40,000 worth of damage, Roland. <laughs> the city can afford it. Uh, you see, he just sits down, head in his hands. Oh, he opens his top drawer and you see he just pulls out this uh, bottle of pills. <laughs> he, just, he just takes <laughs> a couple of them and puts them away. He's just sweating. He goes, I got three daughters who need going through college. And two of them want to do something called gender studies, okay? I don't have time to be chasing you around and cleaning up after you. Then don't, Captain. Just let me do what I do best. Cleaning up these streets. Oh, no, no, Roland. You've gone too far on this one. The mayor has got my balls in his hands, and he's squeezing. He wants me to fire you, Thunder. You fire me if you dare, Captain. You know I'm the best guy you got on this case. God damn it. You're a loose cannon, but you get results. I don't know what to do with you. I do get results, yeah. Well, you're pretty lucky, because he owes me one. And I managed to keep you on the team. You owe me big time. Okay. You're going to stop playing by the rules, Funder. I'm assigning you a new partner. Roller, Roller looks up. I ain't had a partner, Captain. Not since the incident. He sort of looks up into the distance as well. <laughs> Get over it. It wasn't your fault, Funder. You tried thing... telling that to his wife and his kids. I had to! Anyway. Yeah. You either work with him, or you go work on the Newton Bridge. Maybe you make five bucks blowing a hobo, okay? <laughs> and not only that, I'm demoting you, Thunder. You're obviously not ready for the big leagues you're in. And you're going down to theft and robbery. You see his face, he's just red. He's just red. Theft and robbery? That's bullshit, Captain. Bullshit is blowing up a city and expecting to get away with it, Thunder. You better not stick me with some goddamn rookie. That's all I'm saying. This guy's legit. Legit? And you're gonna respect him. I respect everyone. Bud, get in here. Um, the door opens. And who do we see, Michael? You see Bud Lightning. <laughs> Detective Bud Lightning. <laughs> uh, he's wearing his uh, brown leather jacket. He's 
typical washed blue jeans. <laughs> he's also got like some standard like work issued shoes on. Not on this boot, some but like loafers. Someone's dad walks in. Yeah, a dad walks in. He's got his nice little red and black checkered bandana across his neck as well. <laughs> oh yeah. He's your he's your typical eighties cop. <laughs> What's his hair like? He's got like a like a quiff sort of thing situation. No, <laughs> um uh, as he comes in, Bud here was the one that cracked the big case opened out of the docks. You mean the big case? Oh yeah, the big case. Um, we're going to flashback slightly. <laughs> um, a fog rolls in on this dark night as the mist creeps in over the sea, walking along the waterside uh, in the old docks, Pewter Harbour. Um, dustbins tip as you walk by as rats run uh, and run and hide from them. Up ahead, you see this slightly ajar door with a light shining from inside of this small warehouse. What are you doing? Uh, Bud goes right up to this door. He's not going to swing it open. He's going to like lean against the wall and just take a listen <laughs> to what's going on there. Inside, um, you can hear... Uh, some very thick Italian accents. <laughs> <laughs> Who could these guys be? Oh, uh, American Italian, I suppose. Here you, go. you got the stuff, huh? Yeah, I got the stuff. Good, good. We got to do this quick. All right, we don't need that really cool-ass cop. What's his name? Bud Lightning, the guy who's really good at killing criminals. The guy is super cool. <laughs> we don't need him turning up and busting us. No way, that guy's super cool. <laughs> is it like uh, he, just, he can just peer through the door he just wants to just as survey. you see inside uh, you see the six men all matching these descriptions you've memorised for this case all members of the infamous Scalano crime family oh, no. uh, these guys are just underlings but you know this is all you need to crack this case wide open damn straight uh, <laughs> look to the ceiling and because it's a dock I'm assuming yeah <laughs> near the harbour I want to see if there's like a bigger like rigging scenario I could just drop <laughs> Like a lot of stuff on top of them, and I get them caught under a net. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, you look out and you see this big old brown crane. You see it's um, currently shifting something just over it, but perhaps if you time it right, you could you could drop it. You see it's got all these pallets with crates on it, and it's got this big net over it, just keeping it on there. Damn right, yeah, go straight over to the crane, or maybe if I've got my little Glock on my side, you, got, so your, I can you, just you got your shooting. Aim for the mechanism. Give us a shooting. Now let's see. I got a D8 in shooting. That's a critical failure. <laughs> <laughs> um, you pull your pistol out and you hit it over to it. As you uh, pull the trigger, you hear a, a bang from your gun, but your slider just goes <laughs> right off the back as your magazine just drops out the bottom. You see, as this door opens, you see these six guys all turn around. We go, oh my god, Detective Bud Lightning, this guy's really cool and kicks ass. You boys best stay where you are, or you're going to feel these fists. <laughs> you want to try it, pig? Let's go! Uh, you see the old run at you one at a time. And yeah. <laughs> what transpires is this beautiful, almost John Wick fight. Just flipping people, Just breaking flipping, necks, and snapping arms, slapping everyone in cuffs. Um, and it gets to the last guy as he goes, You may have defeated my five other comrades, but you ain't gonna beat me. 
you see he pulls out this uh, butterfly knife you know the ones where, it, where you do the stupid tricks and he pulls it out oh, yeah. and he runs at you what are you doing I'm gonna go down low and sweep the leg <laughs> and attempt to grab his arms and slap him right in irons <laughs> one movement have you got fighting I have got fighting go ahead <laughs> Uh, <gasps> and explodes at 11. <laughs> 11. Oh. Um, this guy comes at you, knife down, you drop, you sweep the leg, he falls to the floor. Foot oh! on his back. Foot on back, slap him in irons. Looks like I caught myself a couple of big ones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Benny. Thank you. <laughs> and then behind you, you see these crates just fall. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Some crane driver shows out. Um, you see about five police cars then descend, and as they come inside, you beat us here again, Bud Lightning. Ah, oh, jeez, this guy's really good. He's probably the best cop in the city. Well, city, city, city. <laughs> as, we fade, as we fade back to the office, you see Captain Ed's just asleep and he's dead. <laughs> as you've been retelling the story to these people, Captain Ed's just absolutely nodded off. And that's when I slapped my nines and said, looks like I caught me a couple of big ones. Hey, that's pretty good. And then the whole police force came and congratulated me. <laughs> okay, yeah. I don't remember that, but all right. <laughs> what are we talking about? It's a big case. Ah, oh, you cracked it wide open. Yeah, I did. Desk work and a lot of gumption really gets you there. You're going to make this guy play by the rules. This guy thinks he's a rogue agent who can do what he wants. I mean, I'll, I'll do my best, Chief, but... uh, I want more than your best! <laughs> Slams against the table. I... You're saying he's a loose cannon? He's a loose cannon! I, Oh, I do I do the paperwork. I, I look into my cases. I don't need some wild card going flying off the handle and trying to do everything on his own. Well, it seems to me... You both need each other. The last thing I need, Sergeant, is some goddamn desk jockey coming in here ordering me around. And I'm Southern for some reason now. <laughs> that was something really weird I just got stuck in my throat. This guy can't control me. No one can. And I don't need controlling, Captain. I'm just going to do what I always do. Make this city safe. Well, I'll tell you something, boys. If I get any more antics like you pulled this morning, you're both fired. I mean, For that, reasons! That hardly seems fair, Chief. <laughs> yeah, but I want to drive the plot forward. Right, old Chief. <laughs> I'll get him. So what's our first case? Your first case? I don't know. Something just came in. Oh, good. Did he come through as he said? <laughs> so I just hands him an envelope. Here's the case. Now listen here, Thunder. You're going to pay for your actions today. It's about time you learnt your lessons. You see, he just like gets over the desk, gets super in your face. Oh my god. The work we have for you is slow, boring, no. painful, no. full of paperwork. I got this shit, please. No. With that being said, the Sunrise Museum of Artifacts has just had an ancient sculpture that's been stolen. So I need you guys to go investigate this. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Get out of here. What are you waiting for? No, I'm, I'm begging you, Chief, please. Right away, get Keith. your hands off I me. Just you. Please. Watch that. Get in here and move him. You see this cop comes and just grabs you by the ankle. <laughs> I, I don't need, want to. I gotta need help. Dad, get in here. That's <laughs> cops just ripping his chest clothes off. He's stood there in his love hurt boxes and you know the things he have that hold the socks up. <laughs> Sock suspenders. I just put the shredded clothes like back on his desk. I'm going. <laughs> Out. I'm going. Hey, before you go, Roland. Stop in the door. Don't turn around. Come back. I've oh, got okay. one key thing. I'm going to need your keys. That car's for the big leagues. Uh, what? The the judge? That's the one. But that, that's my car. Not anymore, it isn't. No. No, I bought it with my money. It's my car. Your money's the city's money's. Not true, no. I have the keys on <laughs> That's my car. I have the keys on but, but it's mine. Yeah, well, we pay for it by giving you a salary. It's either you give the keys or I give you the bill for the $40,000 worth of damage you did today. You'll earn this. I dropped the keys back in his hand. You'll get this back when you've earned it. The, the, I got, Here, I must say, he opens his touch up, pulls out another set of keys. Your new car's waiting for you outside. Okay. I'll get this done. Please. <laughs> All right. You see, he sits down, head in hands, covered in sweat. <laughs> every, every, every voice is a workout with him. Every time he speaks. Uh, walk at the door. Come on, rookie. Time to show you how these streets live, bleed, and breathe. That's not what the chief said, and also I'm not a rookie. Oh, sure thing, kid. I'll get you uh, caught up on the way this city works. It's ugly, but it's beautiful. <laughs> I just walk out. Always got a thumb in his belt whenever he walks. Um, as, you, as you head outside the station, you see your new car is in front of you, and this is pretty much just a mum car. <laughs> like a sedan. A soccer mum, is it? It's just a the people carrier thing with the sliding doors on the side. Looks pretty run down and it's beige. Oh, you get the whole team. <laughs> and <laughs> it's beige. <laughs> Ain't she a beaut? <laughs> Boy, I've never seen anything better than that in my life. I drove a 67 Shelby GT500 that I saved for three years to buy. Yeah, but you also blew up a gas station, I think. Is that what the chief said? Yeah, he did. But it's what I needed to do in the line of duty. You're driving. Don't. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I throw the keys and then catch them in the <laughs> No, wait. I'm driving. Um, Fair enough, huh? So, as you head in, you will be heading to the Sunrise Museum of Ancient Artifacts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Sunrise. <laughs> Sunrise Museum of Ancient Artifacts. Yeah, the, the SMOAA. The Samoa. All the while, just giving him like tips and <laughs> regaling Dwight. Well, not Dwight. Uh, Bud about how the um, the this the, the city is like. You know, it's a it's a hard road being a cop, a thankless job. And then he's just it's just stuff like that all the way there. The thankless I, job people throw at you followers from the street. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service. Get us, dirtbag. 
God, no goddamn thanks for anything. Blood's just sat in the passenger seat. You know, I've had to like write up like the majority of all this stuff you've done, actually. I've seen a lot of your chaos. Oh, yeah. Well, there's reading and there's doing, rookie. And you gotta decide which kind of man are you. I'm the one who does all the reading and writing because you don't do any of it. I do the doing. You do the writing and the reading. Again, you don't do any. Someone has to do it. Yeah. Um, just looking at, look at it like as soon as it turns green don't sink on arrival to the scene um, you see this very tall Victorian-esque looking building really doesn't fit in anywhere because everywhere else is just full of like these neon lights um, and like proper glass fronts that sort mm. of stuff but this thing resides in the middle um, you see a squad car is already out front um, as you enter the front door uh, you see a reception area um, large paintings hang on the walls and a few trinkets are kept inside these glass cabinets round to the side. Sat at the desk with a cup of coffee in his hand, you see a man in a bit his mid-fifties. Uh, he's wearing a three-piece a brown suit. He's got this little grey moustache and he's completely bald. Um, you see a uh, policeman sort of writing down. He sees you guys, comes in, pulls in. He goes over. All yours, boys. <laughs> okay. I'll have a quick read through. Um... What's happened? They reported a break-in last night. Oh. About 2.30am. Okay. We Notes. We should make notes. Um, in the back room. Okay. Um, they, they came in and they've stolen something. Break-in, 2.30, back room. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you uh, happen to know what was taken? Uh, he's saying some pooch of zen. I'm not sure what that is. Pooch. Could be a dog. I think we that's exactly go, what it is. We should go talk to him. <laughs> he, he does, yeah. I think that's exactly what it was, yeah. I'm a detective. <laughs> you are. Uh, they, they head outside, you see this uh, fellow sat he, He's uh, looking flustered. He's just mm. got his cup of coffee in his hand. Uh, he looks up. Uh, are you the detectives? Detective Rolling Thunder. Nice. Detective Bird Lightning. Nice. I have a perishing first. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's that you're passing there, bud? <laughs> Never you mind. But Lightning, you keep out of this. <laughs> Sorry you said my name weird. <laughs> um, yeah, he sort of stands up and he, uh, he goes, I- I've told the policemen everything I know. Can- can't we just move on with this? Move on? This pooch of Zen. Oh, what's your name as well? Uh, Gerald Smith. Gerald Smith. Well, tell me something, Mr. Smith. How much was this pooch of Zen worth? Priceless. Okay. And by move on with the investigation, I mean, of course, you go find him. Oh, um, right. I thought you meant, you know, just move on with your life. No, no, no. I wouldn't rang you if that was the case. I'll tell you what happened. Yes. <laughs> Please, if you could. I've got my notepad ready. Take notes, rookie. <laughs> I do all the writing. I'm not a rookie. <laughs> I got a phone call from my security guard, Dan, last night. Uh, and that some... Vagabonds have taken this artifact that was truly priceless. That's why it was kept under such tight security. And I am very much hoping we could get it back, though. By 2.30am, he said. I arrived about half an hour later, and the damage had already been done. What kind of security was there on this pooch of Zen? We had a glass cabinet. Okay. Right, okay. (laughs) 
Any alarms or... Yes, the alarm rang. That's why Dan was alerted to it. We should sweep for fingerprints. You have that kind of stuff on you or... No. <laughs> Go back to the car. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a fingerprint... Should I take you bag? through to the room where the crime happened? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you'll find all sorts of fingerprints here. <laughs> if you could, that'd be nice, yeah. Um, so... Uh, you pass through a couple of large oak doors leading inside a larger room. Um, first, you see the remains of a glass cabinet in the centre of the room. A tall wooden frame with remnants of glass still hanging from it. Um, inside, you see a purple cushion, which something clearly used to sit atop. To your left, sort of to the back of the room, you see a breech fire door. It's got a broken frame around it. And to your right, you see another archway that leads to another place in the museum. And you see a broken security camera above it. That security camera? Did they break it before they were seen? Um, so, um, we've not looked back at the footage yet. Would you like me to ask Dan? Dan's still here. He wants yes. to talk to him. Yeah. He goes, Dan! That <laughs> <laughs> <I> just... Oh, <laughs> uh, <coughs> Dan comes over. Uh, you see this guy's probably early 30s. He's got stubble proper bags under his eyes. He's got this security guard outfit on. Um... He, he comes over. He says, uh, yes? Security footage. We need it. I can get you the tapes. You could pull them up from us. That'd be nice. Sure. You want to see now? Yes. You don't want to be my, uh, sequence of events. I mean, you could, you could <laughs> say it while we're on the way. You okay. Can, you can narrate over the tapes if you want. <laughs> sure. Uh, so as he's walking you to his security office, um... You notice, as you go through an archway to the next room, um, this archway is underneath this uh, security camera. Um, one of you, you sort of put your foot down and you feel it's a little bit sticky when you put your foot down. As mm. you lift it up, you see there's like some sticky residue on the floor, sort of in a rectangular shape. Kneel down. Finger through it. That's not, <laughs> that's not protocol, uh, Roland. Um, Give it a sniff. You'd recognise this before, for sure. It looks like duct tape or something used to be there. Disgusting. It's full of <laughs> dust and dirt. Duct tape. Thunder, how do you even... <laughs> Never you question my methods, rookie. I get results. Anyway, on to the security office. Um. So, he takes you through to the security office. Uh, whilst he's on his way there, he says, I did my half-hourly um, patrol, um, which I do every half-hour, as you can imagine. Um, I passed through that room about ten past two in the morning. I returned to my desk, made myself a coffee. I then heard the alarm go off that the fire door's been opened, um, probably about 2.25. By the time I got back there, uh, whoever did this left had left with the statue. Okay, how big is it? What does it look like? Statue, uh, probably about, he holds his hand up, he's about a foot tall. It looks like a little dog, and it's uh, holding a ball, which looks like a yin-yang thing on it. That's incredibly cool. Okay, uh, show us the security footage. Um, so, about 2.15, on the camera footage as he loops it back, um, something fills the screen, and then the camera breaks. So it looks like something's hit it. Yeah. Mm. And that's the only camera you have? In that room, okay. yeah, yeah. We've got one per room. <clears throat> so that was in the room with the pooch. Yeah, yeah. How would you get into that room without being seen by the camera? You'd have uh, to come through the arch uh, underneath the camera. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. You got any cameras in that room? We got cameras all over the building, but none of the cameras actually see the other camera. Is the issue? I see. You should really work on that. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty, officer. Mm. It's detective. Oh, my mistake, detective. Okay, back to the room. So you head back in. Uh, to remind you, you've got the uh, cabinet that's been broken, the fire door at the back, and you've got the security camera as well that's been shattered. And this uh, patch where duct tape yes. was is that in that archway. That's underneath the archway where the camera was broken. You know, uh, do you know anything about this? Point of four where this uh, duct tape mark is. Cleaners haven't been in yet. Maybe some kid dropped a sweet yesterday. I don't know. Could be anything. Okay. I want to take uh, Bud to one side. Excuse me. <laughs> me and my colleague are going to confer. Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll be here if you need me. Okay. Uh, Dan goes and sits down with Gerald. The way I see it, someone puts duct tape on the floor it's to do several things. To cover a stain. Or to mark out where a camera is. No, that's, that's a pretty good idea, actually, yeah. It's the best goddamn idea. I haven't used it for stains, honestly. <laughs> That's a lot of pack there, the mistakes. If you say it works out, I'll try that in the future myself. Someone put a piece of duct tape on the floor to mark out where the camera was or which doorway had a camera over it. That allowed whoever was sneaking in to, you know, head up. The fact that they took it with them shows that they're covering up their tracks. So either. They scoped out the museum ahead of time. Oh, someone's on the take. <laughs> You're not suggesting the security guard here is involved in this, are you? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not him. We should talk to Smith. Lie up a sig. Instant sprinkler. <laughs> Oh, you can smoke in here. Oh, good. It's got 80s rules on smoke. 80s rules in a modern world. Smith! Smith, Smith, Smith. Yes? <laughs> that patch on the floor. What yes. is it? Not sure. Any what reason? do you think it is? Duct tape. I'm not sure why we'd have duct tape on the floor. Did you, one of you lot trod it in? Let me see the bottom of your shoes. Show him. Yeah. Sparkless. Excellent work. <laughs> Keep it polished every day. Who polishes yeah. the bottom of the shoes? Someone so who's very slipping. thorough. <laughs> I'm very Just leave him black footprints. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We should check the fire exit door. Good to have a look over there. Uh, could you ask your security man to go and add up the tapes for that day and see who was in here walking through? I'm assuming a lot of people, but... Um, not so many people these days. No, apparently people aren't interested in ancient finds and the like. For shame. For shame. Um, we'll find what we can for today. Thank you. Go up to the doorway. It looks like it was so, breached. Um, you see this doorway, like a single door. Um, it's got this metal frame around it that's now broken. You see the door's still open. Um, and you see this broken chain sits to the side. So this was chained up, not very safe. Mm. Um, with a padlock that's been split in two. You notice next to it. Um, just from your first inside, this padlock looks super cheap. Would it have been... The padlock and chain would have been on the inside? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, it, so it's been breached from outside the door. 
Oh, so it's been the door's been blown inwards um, in towards yeah, the building. Yeah, it's been beat it, battered in. So if you look at the door, you see there's like a big blunt impact thing on the inside. How far away is the security office from the room? Um, probably about on his patrol. It takes him about twenty minutes. Uh, but so he said about ten ten past two he went through, and by about two fifteen he ended up back at his office. We need to look at the security footage. I can't do Roland's voice all the time because no, I can already you, feel. You it. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can already Absolutely. feel it on my <laughs> on my old vocal cords. So, uh, yeah. Um, we need to find out who was in here on, on the day. day. We need to look at the the footage, the security camera footage on the day. So the do- the door's been battered inwards. Crappy padlock. Chained. Chained up. <laughs> It's violation, right? The round yeah. ticket. We're, we're gonna get him on that. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get him on that. Um, this padlock, when it's been broken enough, is that just through blunt force, or does it look like it's it, been Yeah, clipped? it just looks like it's that the you know the silver hook that goes into mm. it. That's just split in half. Okay, and then well, the cabinet now. Yeah, um, the cabinet. You can see the glass was hit with something sharp. You know, like those window smashes you can get, like the emergency window breakers, like sort of a diamond tip thing that batted it. Mm. You see all the window panes around it, so four of them have been smashed. Um, what you do notice, on some of the broken glass, you do see tiny specks of blood. We don't carry evidence testing kits. No, but at least we got some DNA here. Yeah. We need to get CRD. You've got the lab back at the station. Oh, Ooh. Okay, we'll take it to them. Uh, get a bit of... Have we got like a little cotton swab or something? Of course I do. I always keep one in my oh, pocket. Oh, of course. <laughs> is that a fanny pack? It is. <laughs> God damn it, Rocky! You'll never be too prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Pull out a test tube, a little swab, and just go right out that blood. Okay. So you take that sample. Right. Hmm. Have you got them tapes, Smith? Uh, yes, yes, um... So she goes head to the office. Uh, he plays the day on like times thirty or something like that, just to see who's going in. He gets about five visitors in there. Mm. So there's been these five visitors, um, all throughout the day, one at a time as well. Um, and Gerald went in there himself, and Dan passed quite a few times. Once he came in about eleven o'clock. Right. Anything noteworthy about these five that visited? Um, not not from the introduction. They just kind of look like older people. Right. Still interested in that. Any bags? Um, some of them had bags on. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if someone's come through the arch to disable the camera, because obviously it looks like someone's disabled the camera, they've smashed the door and they've had away with it. Otherwise, they, it would have shown them smashing the door in, wouldn't it? The fire exit. Yes, yeah, so the camera's been smashed before the fire exit. So, so that this means... camera's right on this room and you, you, you can see the cabinet and it can see the fire exit. So someone... Was there another entry point? Was somewhere was somewhere else broken into? Um, like, have they come through a window or? From what you've been told, is these it's just this door. Like they came in, smashed the cabinet, and ran out. Are there any other exhibits that anyone could potentially hide in here during the day and then wait for lockup? Dan is a very thorough security man. He would see any stowaways when he came into lockup. He likes his cigar. <laughs> it's like a light bulb for all. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Yes. Okay. I do apologise. i just got to be thorough with this whole thing. Oh, absolutely. Ask Mm -hmm. as many questions as you like. So if someone was hiding in the exhibits, he would have caught him. He is a very 
for a security man. What's the exhibit this room over? <laughs> the next room over is kind of just uh, very gimmicky animals of other stuff, like other animals. So you see like a crocodile playing golf, that kind of thing. <laughs> no one knows what comes to <laughs> This is a weird museum. <laughs> <laughs> it's ancient. <laughs> oh, we don't know what crocodiles did <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, yeah, Roland's looking at like an alligator playing golf. Fascinating. <laughs> a little beret this, on as well. This speaks to me. <laughs> These are all like glass cabinets as well. Smith, did Dan mention any money troubles he's been having lately? I'd pay him a, a handsome wage, considering. Me and Dan don't really communicate about that kind of stuff. By the time he's in, I've gone home. Conference. We'll be with you in a second. <laughs> Security guard did it. I don't think we can just jump to conclusions he like that. He definitely did it. <laughs> 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 well, if he didn't, he's got marks on his hand where he cut himself then? I'm not saying he's the one that broke the cabinet, but he disabled the camera. You're saying he let someone in here and turned that off? There was no other break-in points throughout the entire museum. And if he is as thorough a god as they say, someone's either real good at hiding, or he's real good at breaking cameras. We should I go guess. talk to Dan. <laughs> we should talk to Dan. Hey, you see Dan still there in the security room? Is he wearing gloves? No. No. So, Dan. Yep. How'd that camera break? <laughs> uh, he, I'm not sure. Is that no disrespect? Is that your job? I mean, it is. Yeah, it is, yeah, it is kind of, yeah. Uh, maybe someone hit it, threw something at it. Okay. Any other break-ins at any parts of the museum? Just that room. Okay. You ever had to uh, fight off someone breaking in before? That sounds like a threat, sir. No, I'm not. I'm not. Thre- well, I'm, I'm a cop. I'm not going to threaten you. Okay. Just like you had any experience with this sort of thing before, or? But no, no one really wants to break in here. All right. Anywhere anyone could hide in this museum, Dan? Oh, there's plenty of places. So many places. Show me a couple. Uh, he just goes around painting at events. <laughs> uh, goes into the alligator room. You see this giant alligator playing golf. And he's like, you can fit inside that. You see he climbs in, just pokes his head through its mouth. Hello. How many times <laughs> have you done again? that? Oh, I do it every night. Bud. Conference. <laughs> just keep walking away from these guys. <laughs> it may have not have been Dan. I don't think uh, I don't think he has the skills to pull this off. We'll not rule him out. He's just and everyone's a suspect. Mm. Don't leave town. We gotta go to the lab. But also, <laughs> let us say you can obviously roll for things in games. So mm-hmm. if you want to like eye someone up to see if a, if it, if they're giving any cues of any. Line I totally like forgot that. we could yeah. do that. Yeah, <laughs> what, this what? is it. Uh, just a just a You get caught it, up in the storytelling. Yeah, with mysteries. If, if I hide clues from you. Mm. behind dice rolls then we have problems so but anything in between you can think of to roll for those I, I want to look at his general demeanour okay uh, usually with insight rolls in games like this I tend not to allow them because you barely know these people but you mm. guys are trained cops so you, you've been in these interviews before that sort of thing is there a notice or is it um, or, or is there an insight skill we'll have notice I'm not very noticeful 
Yeah, no. Okay. You can He's a well person. Yeah, I, I kind of want to do it like when I'm talking to Mr. Smith. Okay. Show. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Smith, you uh, covered for insurance and all this, or? Yes, it's all insured. I just need to get the crime number from you, and we can go with that. But I'm really focused on getting it back. You see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, fair enough. Uh. When was this insurance taken out? Just for, just you know, I know it's a new Oh, the insurance has ro- been rolling over since I opened the place. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, any other security guards on your pay right now? Or? On my pay? Oh, we've got Tim. Mm-hmm. Tim works the other shift, but he doesn't really do much while people are in. He's had to stop scraps, but you very rarely find these pensioners scrapping. Fair enough. Uh... I will roll an insight on that just to see okay. during the insurance thing was he like he said he wants it back to me that seems he's not doing anything weird but I'll check just how his demeanour is fail <laughs> sitting on a stack of bennies or I am though I'm here to remind people of mm. bennies go ahead yeah. bennies are a have thing. this crate benny back Thanks. spend a benny sports hey a five five um you noticed when he mentioned these shoes he kind of stuttered a little bit um, you're not sure whether that's him just being a little overwhelmed or whether he had to recollect something. I uh, I understand mm. you've had a very stressful day here, Mr. Smith. Uh, we'll uh, we'll leave you to it. We'll uh, get on with this case. Thank thank you for your help. Don't leave town. I won't. Good. Uh, Thunder. Yes. We're gonna have to check the papers for this place entirely. <laughs> Sounds like a job for you, rookie. Thought you might say that. <laughs> <laughs> to the station. Getting back to the station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you arrived back to the station. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, you get. Uh, so, what are you guys up to at the station? So, you've got the lab downstairs. Go to the lab. Go see the boffins. All right. So, there's two boffins. There's Jen, and John McLaughlin. Jen. Mm. So Jen and John McLaughlin, husband and wife. Oh my goodness. Jen is uh, this very pretty lady, uh, 28. She's got this tied back black hair. She's got like these sleeve tattoos. She is the head mortician. Mm. Uh, I don't know why you've been visiting her, but she's she's a dab hand in the lab as well. Okay. She deals with the bloods and stuff as well. And there is John McLaughlin, who's this average uh, built guy. Uh, shoulder length black hair. Uh, proper rock hair, you know, he's all about that. He's got this ear stretcher and goatee. Lab coat. They both have lab coats on because, of course. Um, he's your hacker man. Uh, he deals with fingerprints, uh, helps out with the DNA and that sort of stuff as well. But uh, he loves rock and roll, but he could tell you, not tell you a single person from Led Zeppelin. <laughs> there was canon there. Led Zeppelin this universe. What time of day is it? <laughs> um, probably afternoon. Just march into the lab. John's there on the computer, hacker man in it. You see, he's got his power glove on. <laughs> uh, he's hacking the world. Um, he looks over. Goes, ah, bud, nice to see you. Nice to see you as well. It's going to be an uphill struggle to do it. He look, looks at your little vial. Oh, what you got there for me? I've got a vial of blood for you here, or for your wife, I guess, because she's the... Uh... Throw it over. I'm going to just walk over and pass. Uh, Roland would have thrown it. <laughs> Roland breaks things all the time. <laughs> he he does. The gas station the other day. Are you coming in as well? I'm, no, I'm currently mauling with beakers, and as you say that, he drops one and breaks it. 
you see uh, Jed looks up from inside uh, the uh, coroner's office. Um, not where they cut people up, but where she's kind of working. She looks out, waves over. Gives uh, like the two finger salute thing. If you break anything else, I'll break your hands. <laughs> I believe you, doll. <laughs> but Jed, real firecracker that yes. one. I believe this is your expertise. Blood sure. uh, comes on out, <laughs> takes it, uh, holds it up to the light. Mm. Exactly what I thought. Blood. She's good. She is. She's a dab hand at this. Who does it belong to? That's another question. Uh, you see, she heads over to the computer, mm-hmm. uh, puts the uh, takes the blood out, puts her rubber gloves on, of course. Oh, of course. See, John's just hacking away and looks over. Uh, she puts it on the blood reedy thingy. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure what it is. A hemograph. A hemograph. Uh, does that? Um, five ten minutes pass by. Result comes up. It looks like uh, you've got an ex con here. Uh, turns the PC around. You see this uh, mid forties looking fella, completely bald. He's just got um, like a, a pretty full blonde beard going on. He's got like scars on him, and in his, in his picture, he's just looking rough as hell. Um, Joe Parkin is his name. Ex thief. Turns out he's wanted still because he missed his last parole meeting. Okay. We need a list of usual, you know, accomplices, haunts, places he normally goes to. I don't think we have that. Okay. Uh, and in, oh, uh. He's wanted. If we knew that, we'd have him. True. Do we not have a list of people he's formerly associated with? Not really. He used to work on his own. Oh, we should do that. Bird, get it done. Get, get, get what done? I don't know. The list. It. It get mm. it done. Mm-hmm. We'll have to find him and ask him first to establish that list. If you want to see go. the problem with his list, now don't you? See, this is it, Roland. You've got to think sometimes. I think a lot, doll. But you know what doesn't think? Crime, and that's why I stop it. Okay, I'm going to go back to work now, Roland. Okay. <laughs> you keep saying these things. See ya. Always nice to see you, bud. (laughs) (laughs) I get the distinct impression she doesn't like me. See, John's just with headphones on. I'm going to pat him on the shoulder. Hi. Sorry. You see, um, I need you to do a little bit of research for me because I'm not particularly that good with computers myself. I can type up on them. I can do the writing. I just can't. The Sunrise Museum of Ancient Artifacts. Could you... A chance to see what they've got in ways of insurance. Uh, Aye, of course we can. Yeah, it's, what's it called again? The Sunrise Museum of Ancient Artifacts. You see, he puts his power glove on and just points it at his computer. <laughs> Smaller if you want. <laughs> nah, it doesn't work, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, types away. That would have been so Types cool. Uh, so, gets his readers on. Gets a close look. And what are you looking for, particularly the insurance? Well, I asked him and. He seemed a little hesitant at first. It was like he hesitated when he said the insurance is rolling over since he got there. So, right, okay. Uh, you see, he types it in. And he goes, "Well, they're covered for theft, arson, and the other one, fire. That's arson. Oh yeah. Well, theft, robbery, and arson, but two of them are the same things. They are the same thing. We should probably get that changed. <laughs> we should change the laws <laughs> of this city. Uh, hey, uh, he sort of scru- you see him type a little bit more. He goes." Uh, about three months ago, he changed it to that. Uh-huh. 
Anything to say about his finances since then? You want me to go into his finances? Can you do that? I'm going to need clearance from the captain. Get it. This is a perversion of a citizen's privacy to go delving into the credit like that. Okay, hey, then I'm don't. In. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, that's not by the books, but he's, he's already done it now. I can't stop him. I mean, I can switch it off. I, I'm just going to pretend I'm not saying that. Wow, look at that. Evil prevails when good, man stand, good men stand by and do nothing. My thoughts exactly. Uh, because um, he sort of prints off a load of paper and he hands a big stack of paper to you, Roland. <laughs> what the hell is this? His credit report. Oh, good, thank you. Straight to, straight to Bud. <laughs> I can explain this one away in my head why it makes sense we did this. <laughs> Just having a rifle through. Um, so yeah, there's probably like half an hour going through it, and you quickly come to the consensus that they are broke. Right. Oh. Did you happen to notice, Thunder, that he uh, didn't mention the part where he renewed the insurance and changed it three months ago? He said it was going... Since the dawn of time, practically. You mean the part where he lied to our face? That's the one. Son of a bitch. <laughs> he's, he's loaded his revolver. Well, two can play at that game. Rowan. Yes. Rowan, I don't think we need to shoot him. I ain't gonna shoot him. Then why are you loading the gun? If he doesn't roll away. Sure, yeah, I've got the, uh, you know, the breast. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Like, shoulder holsters. Yeah, just put cool. it in the... It is safer than the side ones. Yeah. Not sure that's true. All right. <laughs> I've not shot myself I think yet. it's pretty clear cut. He stays the robbery. So, to remind you how the law works, of course, because you're not lawyers, three things you need for a conviction. <gasps> motive, means, and opportunity. Well, we got motive. The man's penniless. Yes. <laughs> we got opportunity. He knows the security guard's schedule. Got the means, he owns the place. But how does he know our convicted? The ex con. What's the link there? We just. We need to think. <laughs> hot dog stand. <laughs> We're just at a hot dog stand. <laughs> Keep it warm for me. <laughs> Coffee and a hot dog, Joe. We gotta think. Don't scoot up my asshole. Joe, I've known you for 20 years. What'd you keep saying that for? You want a hot dog? Don't get people to buy your hot dogs by saying they're coming out your ass, all right? You're coming out my ass. I got so many hot dogs. Joe, on the cart. Joe here, he does the best goddamn hot dogs in the city. They're right. I got so many good hot dogs coming out my ass. I heard Two, him. Joe. I hear him out the window. <laughs> I don't come here often. Usual. Usual. Uh, yeah, you see Joe behind it. Big greasy dude, uh, but he does make a mean hot dog. Uh, whips out two hot dogs, puts the usual on it, mustard, ketchup. Give me some Lions. of that uh, gutter water you call coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I got so much coffee, it's coming up my dick hole. <laughs> I'm begging you, you need to stop saying that. I piss coffee. <laughs> you piss streets. coffee and shit hot dogs. <laughs> That's your business model. <laughs> You're front. out of your fucking mind, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> he says, I share hot dogs and piss coffee. I understand. <laughs> you see a queue of about ten people behind you. Public works are going to get on your ass about that. <laughs> it ain't a crime. <laughs> it ain't a crime. He's right. We can't really do much about that. I tell them it's piss. <laughs> 
This isn't piss, is it? No, no, <laughs> okay. no it's coffee. So yeah, go and sit in the car with our coffee and hot dogs. How does he know the accused? The Khan, that's what we call him. The Khan. I- Short for convicted, rookie. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah. I, I know all this. You know I do. <laughs> but yeah. to answer your question, I have no idea. Did, we didn't happen to see that guy on the security cameras for that day, did we? Who? The ex-con. Or the con who was currently con, um, not an ex-con. Give, uh, is there a role for this? Maybe given general knowledge? Just mm-hmm. if you can remember. Dice. Explodes. That is a six. Uh, you can confidently say no. You didn't. You you saw elderly people for the most part. Well, he's not a he's not a museum goer from the sounds of it. Hmm. Uh, the opportunity is something we can find out for ourselves. No, is it the means? He's got the motive. Yeah. He's penniless. Well, he had the means. He had someone to do it. Yes, we just got to find it. out how he knew them, the person. What's this guy's name again? Joe Parkin. Joe Parkin. What a scumbag. Let's go talk to Smith. Can I ask him where he was on the night? Yeah, and then what accuse him. Doing? We accuse him after we get all... <laughs> okay. Accuse him right there, man. We got two out of three. Which That's good bad. for me. <laughs> All right, now, no rush. We can get there in our own time. <laughs> I drop my hot dog and coffee. <laughs> uh, you see the line to um, Greasy Joe's dogs uh, is just um, getting longer and longer. <laughs> I don't know why his, his packaging seems to be working. So you arrive back at the, <laughs> arrive back at the museum. Um, you see, it's open for business, no? Walk in. Confident going, no one in here. You see, Gerald's just behind the desk. Officers, how can I help? You better take this one, bud. I don't know if I can handle it. You question him, <laughs> says that, biting his thumb. I just take a glance over. I'll be fine, but he better not say anything. <laughs> Why don't you go have a look at the museums? Or the- I'll go and check out the animals playing golf. You do that. Uh, Mr. Smith, it's a pleasure to see you again. Likewise. Uh, I realised when we were here last time we didn't actually get all the information we needed. Oh, okay. So it's going to be you and uh, your security guards, obviously. I'll probably have to come back at night for your uh, night shift. Uh, can I ask where you were on the uh, night of the crime? I was at home. Doing what? Sleeping. Nice, nice, nice. Fair enough. That checks out. That does. It was pretty so, late at night. I know I'm not there, but... <laughs> I guess I'd want to be sleeping at 2.30 as well. Can I ask my wife? I've got a wife. Alright, yes. She'd vouch for me. I was in bed next to her. Fair enough. I'll, uh... You, you got a number I can ring to, uh... Yeah, pounds your number. Thank you very much. I'll check up on this later. Uh... We've, uh... We've not really come up on much since coming coming back to you. Uh, well, that's disappointing, but I'm sure you'll find something. We may have a lead on someone who was involved in the robbery. Oh. Does the name John Parkin ring a bell? John Parkin. John Parkin. Well. Check him. 
look at his face when he says it. It's <laughs> a good idea. I want to show him to see an insight again. <laughs> Go ahead. A four. Um. <laughs> he is lying. <laughs> He's blatantly, obviously, a liar. Fool me a minute. <laughs> Wow, just looking at it like a painting of like a dog playing golf. <laughs> I'll be right back, Mr. Smith. This speaks to me. I just wander up the thunder. This guy is, uh. This guy's not being above board with us. Would you say he's lying? I'd say he's probably not telling us everything. So, yeah, lying. Why? What'd you ask him? I asked him, does he know John Parkin? And he lied. He said he hasn't ever heard the name. Hasn't never. Hasn't never, not never. Kind of the negatives. Joe Parkin, anyway. Joe Parkin, that's what oh, I wrote down. that's why. John Parkin's <laughs> probably his I brother. Would, I, I would not be that facetious. <laughs> what about Joe Parkin? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it! It's me! Uh, okay, so we lied. You lied. Alright, uh, just walk out. <laughs> so we do things my way. Well, I was going to come ask you to be... Uh, you know, a little more heavy-handed. I know this is your thing. Heavy-handed? I'm sure I don't know what you mean. Just don't go, go blow up uh, any exhibits. You see Gerald kind of looks over. Officer, I've, I've recently remembered some information that might be important. Oh, I bet you have. I, well, I was thinking about what you said the other night about Dan. Well, how is he doing financially? And I remembered. It's terrible. Uh-huh, okay. He, he's been asking me for extra hours for a long time now. Right. Okay. So I think it might have been him on the inside. That makes sense. It does. Listen. Yes? Whenever someone lies around me, I punch the table real hard. Okay. You know Joe Parkin? Never heard of Okay, do you know Joe Parkin? I don't know who this Joe Park is. Uh, has he got like a keyboard or something? Yeah. I just punched the keyboard <laughs> to shatter it. Officer, you're not meant to smash my stuff. Oh, well, maybe you should smash telling the truth, Brit. Huh? <laughs> Come on. You want to be honest with us, Lammy? <laughs> Thunder, I don't think you should go that far. Hey, you just hold back. I made a mistake, Thunder. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Meant to reel you in. I'm telling you, it was Dan. You're was talking Dan. out it's, your ass. It was Dan. Dan's done all this. I've not seen him. He's disappeared. He's not answering his phone. Clearly, you've rumbled him. Obviously. You was lying. You know Joe Parkin. I do not know Joe Parkin. <laughs> do I even need to do a, a notice on this? He, um, you already established yeah. it. Yeah. I'm just nodding to you. Uh, incorrect. <laughs> now, you can either tell me the truth right now, or I can drag your British ass down to the police station, and you can count the inside of the bars on our cells. The boys that have a brilliant time with you, I promise. The police officers, they love the British. <laughs> <laughs> just to give you the wrong impression. <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked visibly worried. <laughs> I'm not a monster, Dwight. You know, Dwight. You're not Dwight. You're Bud. I'm Bud. Joe Parkin approached me about a week ago. 
asking me to be involved with some scheme involving the museum. Of course, I refuted and denied any allegations or any proposals that I would help him do this. And clearly, as I keep telling you, Dan said yes. Check him. Lie detector him. Uh, you know they're not legit in a court of law, right? No, they're not. There's a 70% success rate. Of also, we need a whole room for this. We don't just carry that around <laughs> with us. I'll do a notice. Okay. See if he's fibbing, as the bridge lad to see. I failed. You can't tell. Seems sincere. And when, when was this? Which what what? When when Joe approached you? A week ago. A week ago. Where did he approach you? In, in here in the museum. Might be worth looking on the cameras to see if he spoke to uh, Dan. And where did you meet this uh, Joe? In reception here. Mm-hmm. So he walks in and he just says, I'm going to rob the museum. No, he says, how about we frame it in such a way? Frame it. Yes. Poor choice of words. <laughs> Very poor choice of words. <laughs> what did I say? Nothing. Do you have, uh, do you have Dan's address? Uh, I do, but it's just on the work computer mm-hmm. where, he, where he is with the cameras. Would you like to see? Yes. Sure. Um, he takes you to the room. There you go. Have at it. You see, as you go in, you hear the door <laughs> behind. You Damn. hear this cheek going to As you look through the little window on the door, <laughs> you see Gerald starts pegging it. What's my walkie talkie? What's my walkie talkie? <laughs> well, is it sturdy, this door? Um, depends how hard you kick it, I suppose. I kick it very hard. Yeah. Hopefully. Give us a strength. A strength. Ooh, that's a D8. Don't you know? This isn't the first time this has happened to me, Thunder. I'm, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit. <laughs> uh, that's a seven. Seven. Um, you go up to this door, give it a boot, give it another boot, and on the third one, <laughs> you see the hinges just go flying off. This thing just swings open. Right. You start hearing the alarm go off as well. Alarm. There's your countdown, British! And I just take off after All right. Eight is running. Which way? Because he's been running for a little bit now. Oh, no. So the Do alarm... see which way he ran off? You heard an alarm go off. Do we have the cameras fitted here? Yeah. Just take a quick few seconds back. <laughs> that door thing is open. Yeah, uh, you go back. It takes you a little minute to go back. You see you ran towards the fire door. The fire door goes, the alarm goes off. Don't the fire door, go! I'm off. You go like it? Right, so. Let's, uh... Oh, dear, it's time to deal cards, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, gonna be good an lord! One. This one's going to be fun to do while we're on mic. Narrative, yeah. So, uh, uh yeah. Hang on, give me a second, I'll just deal some cards out here. Bloody hell. They're incredibly gauche, aren't they? Solid gold playing cards. Um, they're not real gold. Do not rob the podcast. Then, yeah. Don't even shuffle them. Game of Court always oh, cutting the cards, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that's a furrow shuffle, actually. Okay, he's furrow shuffling the cards, ladies and gentlemen. Can you do the riffle into the microphone, please? Oh. Um, don't really do much riffling with a furrow, but have a go. I just want a riffle somewhere, please. <laughs> oh, that could have been a mouth. It could do have been a, some cards. You'll never know. <laughs> Someone tooted on mic. Yeah, so slippy. There you go. Nice, nice, nice. I would just narrate it. A Queen of Hearts. 
a queen of spades, a two of spades, a nine of diamonds, and a five of hearts. So, for context to our audience here, in front of us we have a row of a deck of cards, which is insinuating the distance in this chase mechanic. The idea is they catch him um, by rolling relative uh, stats, such as athletics for sprinting because they're on foot. Uh, it could be driving, could be anything depending on the chase. Um, so we will try our damn best to narrate this as best as we can, but um, really the cards are there for reference for us, isn't it? Yeah. More than anything. Mm-hmm. Just to show how far away we are from said person. Right, so I'm going to deal cards, and this will determine who's going first. So the first card is going to determine you two, and then the second one will be Gerald, the 55-year-old man. <laughs> so first one's a ten of clubs, and Gerald has got a three of spades. Right. So you guys go first because it's higher up. Okay. Where is Gerald? We, Gerald we, has gone outside the door. Right. We know he's gone for the fire door, haven't we? Uh, yeah. So you're just at the security office. I'm just, I boot the door open and I'm straight away, I'm running after him. It's about fire door. Uh, give us an athletics then. Yep. It'll be a plus two because it's uh, your only action you're doing, isn't it? Uh, I believe so, yeah, just catching up with him. Am I giving a roll? Oh, that's a six. Six? Um, yeah, you get up to the next one. Uh, so as you run to this fire door, you see Gerald is scrambling over this fence at the back of this car park. <laughs> he's climbing over a car uh, just to get over it. Um, you see he's just running out back into this sort of industrial place at the back of him. Gerald, right now you're getting a 4 out of 10 beaten. <laughs> if I catch you, if you make me run anymore, you're getting a 6 out of 10. Um, Why do I sound like this? I keep going west. And- so you're pretty much right next to him. So these two are on the same cards now. Right. Um, what are you up to? Uh, I'm Bud. running through the front of the building towards our car. Ah. And uh, also with the people who are probably panicking in the lobby. Everybody stay calm. Get outside. Orderly manner. Nothing to worry these about. These old theories on the Zimmers. <laughs> All right, I'm going. I'm going. As I <laughs> rush through the front door towards our car. the front door. You get into the car, start it up. Mm-hmm. Um, have you two got walkie-talkies then to talk to one another? Probably the handheld ones inside. Yeah. Big aerial. Coming <laughs> <out>. <laughs> it's like the old-fashioned phone. <laughs> So much radiation. <laughs> I am in pursuit. I am on foot. Right, Why turn. do I sound like this? Ooh, it explodes. Gerald's a secret athlete. You got an 11, which is a raise. He did cross country uh, in Oxford. Means he goes two cards. My good. I'm going to put oh. him up two cards. Is this him? Yeah. So he's up to the nine of diamonds, which is the second to last card. Oh, good lord. Um, as you like scramble over his card, you see he is bucking it across this estate. You see he's... he's, he's that's like that's jaw-dropping. Jaw like. <laughs> What the hell? You see he's just like jumping over this canal that's going through. He's going just on bridges. Matrix you see he's jumping across badges. <laughs> he's going through. Bionic man. <laughs> you see this tur- guy's playing Frogger. You see he turns back towards you and his moustache is twirled. Two of those pigs. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, you see he pulls out a phone as he starts carrying on running. Uh, full disclosure to everyone who's listening. This is going to get ridiculous. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, There's yes. no consistency on all this. Um, so, that'll be new cards now, wasn't it? Won't it? Uh, we could do, we're going there. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Gerald goes first. Uh, no, hang on. For my for my um, my edge, quick, does this count for group cards? Oh, it should do, yeah. Yes. Ooh, so why not? In which case, does that count for that with mine, where I'm hesitant and we have to draw two action cards and take the lowest? Uh, don't you take draw two and take the highest? No, I just... Uh, it must be above a five. So... So do we take the... <laughs> I'm going to rule it in a positive yes. way. Let's say you can have the what good stuff. What a good man. What a good man. So, yeah, you, you were first. 
Excellent. Uh, yeah, just I'm I'm going after him. That's my only action. Yeah, I shall roll an athletics. Uh, seven. Seven. Um, that is not a raise, but you do go up a card. Yep. Uh, sprinted up there. Yeah. Um, you start going up, getting up to this canal. Uh, you see this person on his barge going through. You start hopping over. Mm. <laughs> Arrivederci! As I jump off. <laughs> this is a bird, not a gun. Okay. <laughs> um, what are you up to? You uh, I've got in the car. I'm going to try and get down the street. So, where this canal is, the bridge is going over it. So, you come in whizzing around. Give us a driving. Indeed. This has gone up. A critical <laughs> failure. <laughs> Number um. two. <laughs> Uh, so you get into the mum wagon. Yep. Uh, you like someone's parked right in front of you, <laughs> behind. Um, so you, oh. to, uh, you just put your foot down, forgetting that you're you're actually it's automatic because we're in America, so you don't realise you're in first gear essentially to go forward. <laughs> into the back of his oh. You see this guy gets out and just what the hell? I just reach the for the, uh, what the siren and just hey. put it on the bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> I'm gonna need your vehicle, sir. What? This is police business. I need to commandeer your vehicle. Okay. He's he's the next back. Yeah, he opens the back door. You see, he's sticking his children out. <laughs> That's a good idea, sir. Thank you. Thank. Okay, officer. Uh, I'm gonna. Who do I get in touch with? For? We'll get in touch with you. And she just quits You don't have a date. Okay. I will. I'm the one who does this. I will get in touch. You're probably with his dad cut. You see, he's got dad's taxi at the back. Oh, beautiful. Baby on board. You see, the car in front of you says, fake taxi in the back. Oh, gross. Stay away from it. I swerve as wide as I can. Um, so that'll be Gerald's turn now, isn't it? Yep. Um, he gets a four, so he moves up to the next card. Um, you see, uh, as he jumps over this like chain link fence, he runs into this sort of warehouse complex, um, and you kind of lose sight of him over there. Shit. Um, and he, he, in fact, gets a go to try and escape now, but it's at a minus two, I believe. Uh, no, he doesn't. Uh, you still, you kind of still got your eyes on him. Mm. Uh, you have a king of hearts, and he gets a king of spades. Uh, it's reverse alphabetical, so it's spades who go first, isn't it? Oh no, Sag. Uh, right. Let's see if he can get out of it. Um, he gets a five. Uh, you see, he's in this warehouse complex, and you just lose sight of Gerald. Well, better catch up with him. Oh, is that chase over? The chase is over. Oh no. I'm coming up, Thunder. You've still got eyes on him. <laughs> you see this to your left. This proper dad wagon going about 20 miles an hour just crawls up. He's got a massive dent in the back. <laughs> a massive of it. dent in the back and crumple, <laughs> scraping against one of the tyres. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. Uh, no, God damn it, he outrun me. And as Gerald disappears into the warehouse complex, we will end our session here. Brilliant. Oh, no. On a cliffhanger. <laughs> oh, cliffhanger. Well, I had a lot of fun with Buddy Copcast. Yes, mm. absolutely. So much fun. It was, it's just nice to be playing again, as mm. well, which is always nice. Yeah. Um, so, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will probably be uploading these on a similar schedule, maybe every couple of weeks. 
Uh, let us know if you enjoy them, because we love them, so we'll probably do them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> because we're having a lot of fun with it. Um, what well, well, we need a sign-off for it. If you need help, maybe you could call upon Thunder and... No, oh, it's pretty lame. It's A-Team. And just like Thunder and Lightning, the storm is left. Oh, till next time. Yes. On Buddy Cobcast. <laughs> <laughs>